0: Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen Rabbana laka lhamdu hatta tarda Rabbana laka lhamdu idha ma radit Rabbana laka lhamdu ba'da rida Falaka abadan abadan abada Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen Was salatu wa salamu ala saydina Muhammad As-sadiqil waadil ameen Allahumma la ilma lana illa ma allamtana innaka enta al-alimul hakeem اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما. اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم. يا أيها الإنسان إنك كادح إلى ربك كدحا فملاقي. من سورة الانشقاق. And also, Allah says in Surah At-Tawbah, like you've already heard mentioned this month a few times, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إن عدة الشهور عند الله إثنى عشرة شهرا في كتاب الله يوم خلق السماوات والأرض منها أربعة حرم I'm going to talk about these two ayahs today, inshallah. You know, Allah has given... Many treasures. When he created and designed the entire universe, he put so many treasures in the universe. And there are many material treasures that we know of. Gold and silver and pearls and things like that. Treasures that pirates would go hunt after. But Allah also created treasures that the believers, they see those treasures to be real treasures. Not just material gold and silver. That's worth nothing. Especially not in the hereafter. There are other treasures that the believer knows these are real treasures. And one of them, I shared with elementary school after salah this week a little bit. I shared with them that from all the different revelations that Allah sent to the earth, from all of those revelations, there's a small part that is a treasure like no other. And what do we mean all revelations first? All revelations we know of al tawrah which is the book that Allah revealed to Musa guidance for all the people that Musa was guiding. And Al-Injil is the book that Allah revealed to Isa السلام, for the Bani Israel with the guidance for them. These are revealed books by Allah Revealed signs and instructions from Allah, from the creator. The one who created the whole universe and put all these treasures inside. He also revealed guidance. And from that guidance, there is one small part that is a treasure that Allah only gave Muhammad That no other place in the Qur'an is like that. It's a real treasure. That the messenger of Allah used to recite... A lot in Fajr salah at the masjid and other salah also. They're called the Mufassal and they're the short surahs at the end of the Quran. And I asked the elementary students this week, do you think that the topics in the short surahs are just random? They just happen to be in short surahs and that's it? Of course not. Allah knew that all of you in this room would start by learning the short surahs. So the message in the short surahs Has to be something that we all need to know And this is one of the treasures of Allah The message of the short surahs And this week I shared with elementary school that One of the things that keeps on coming in the short surahs Is to be nice to each other To be kind to each other To not be mean and hurtful to others Because you know if you are mean to someone and hurtful to someone you know who's really getting hurt in the process? you're only hurting yourself when you're being mean to someone you're actually only hurting yourself and that's the topic that these the two ayahs I recited or mentioned that's the topic I'm going to open with here let me tell you about my brother first I have a brother who's a farmer He's, he has a farm with a bunch of cows. And he has to wake up early every morning to go take care of the cows. And then he has jobs to do during the day at the fields. And then in the evening, he's busy with the cows until the cows are asleep. So that's a long day. It's a long day of work. And everybody knows that a farmer working with his own hands, it's arduous work. It's hard work. Now, when it was so cold outside That we didn't come to school Could my brother just abandon the cows And let them freeze? No Rain or shine Snow, ice, hail, whatever it is He's got to get up At 5am To go take care of the cows Or 6am Doesn't matter the weather Doesn't matter whether he likes it or not Allah is telling us that If you stay in your comfort, comfort zone and you don't push yourself then you're harming yourself. My brother he knows that when he sees the freeze outside and the snow and he says ah, let me stay in my warm home just turn on the TV and stay at home and chill for the day what's going to happen to his farm? It's not going to He's not going to survive. He knows that he, doesn't, he, he can't just stay comfortably at home. He has to push himself. And my brother pushes himself to wake up and take care of the cows, no matter how it is outside. And alhamdulillah, he's not by himself. There's a few people working there. But this is the ayah. By design, O oh human being, whoever you are, by design... You have to push yourself. You have to strive, struggle. If you don't, if you're not pushing yourself for something, if you're just sitting back and, and chilling and having a comfortable time, then you're harming yourself. Now, what should you push yourself towards? The ayah continues. Ya ayyuhal insan, you're going to push yourself. You need to push yourself. You're going to be working hard. And you're going to go towards your master. All that work, hard work is going towards your master. فَمُلَاقِي Then you will meet him at the end. So it doesn't matter, just to give you a visual, whether you work this direction, or that direction, or that direction, or that direction, or any direction you work, and work hard towards, no matter which direction you choose to work hard you're still going to end up meeting Allah. So since you're going to end up meeting Allah after all, anyway, might as well work for Allah. Not everybody is working for Allah, doing things to please Allah. But everybody, whether they know it or not, their work is going to take them to Allah whether they want it or not. Our work, everything we push ourselves to, is going to take us to Allah, whether we like it or not. What we can choose Is whether we do things for Allah To please Allah So that when we meet him He is pleased with us Now that brings me to another treasure That Allah has given us What was the first one? The first one is the short surahs The mufassal they're called At the end of the Quran Another treasure that's not made of gold and silver It's not a treasure that pirates hunt after No No It is the sacred months. The other ayah I recited. Indeed, the number of months in the way that Allah has created the universe is 12 months. Remember how I said Allah created the whole universe and He put treasures all over the place? Well, one of the treasures is that from the 12 months by which He designed our universe, there are four that are a treasure. There are four that are sacred. Which means that all the good deeds you do are multiplied. These are all treasures coming to you. So what do you do when you have a treasure in front of you? Let's just use like you would see it in video games. There's a treasure chest opening. What do you do? You You go inside the treasure chest. You take from the treasure chest. That's what any smart person would do if a treasure chest is open in front of them. So Allah says... These four months they are a treasure that has come to you like this month which is the month of Rajab this is a treasure Allah has brought to you deeds are multiplied the barakah of Allah the blessings of Allah come in that month are you just going to leave the treasure on the side and ignore it no smart person leaves a treasure aside and ignores it these are the sacred months push yourself these are four months if you push yourself in these four months to do something good to do as much good as you can, that is ad-Dinul Qayyim. The right way. The proper way. And I think more than half the room, maybe 90% of the room, has memorized Surah Al-Bayyina. ad-Dinul I just said, right? From Surah Al-Tawbah. This reminds you of something else, no? و ذالك ad-Dinul Qayyimah in Surah Al-Bayyina. Okay, what is Dinul in Surah Al-Bayyina? That the believers in the الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات أولئك هم خير <الْبَرِيَّة> The right way is that these four months, these sacred months, you push yourself because you become خير <الْبَرِيَّة> the best of all creations, better than the angels, because you choose to push yourselves. Even though you have the choice, you could just sit back and do nothing and not work hard for anything, but you choose to push yourself, so you're the best of all creation. These people, their reward is going to be with Allah. They're going to get Jannah. They're going to get the best treasure ever. If any of us had any idea what is Jannah, could see what is Jannah, we would say, no one who knows about this place will not go to Jannah. It's too amazing for anybody to miss out on this opportunity. So after talking about these four months, where Allah says, push yourself. He says that is that is how you achieve Jannah. That is how you become the best of all creation. That is the right way to follow. Push yourself in these four months. And like I said, take some time to relax, take some time to enjoy, so that you can push yourself more on the next task, on the next good deed. And then Allah continues the ayah. Do not cause harm to yourself. Do not cause harm to yourself, do not do wrong to your own self. How can you do wrong to your own self? When you do something hurtful to somebody else, you're hurting them, and you're also doing harm to your own self. When a treasure is offered in front of you, and you don't push yourself to get it, you're harming yourself you're wasting a huge opportunity you're harming yourself when you decide that something is too hard and that you don't want to push yourself you just always just relax and you only do things when somebody forces you to do them the teacher said that we have to do this oh there's a test so we have to do this my parents said I have to do my homework so I have to do this but as long as my parents don't say anything, my teachers don't say anything, I'm just going to sit and relax. You're harming yourself. Do not wrong yourself. Do not harm yourself in those months. These are the months to push yourself to get the treasure. To push yourself to be, be مِنْ البريه, The best of creation. This is not a time to just sit back and relax. Now I keep talking about treasures for you to realize that Gold and silver means nothing Yet Let's let's imagine there's a treasure treasure chest Outside the the front lobby It's full of 100 dollar (laughs) bills You would run and grab as many as you can So the treasure of Rajab Is more than that The treasure of Allah's sacred months Is more than that because it will give you treasures in this life and the hereafter the best of all creation in this life and jaza'uhum jannah jannatu adin in the hereafter may Allah help us to push ourselves in this month of Ramadan i mean this month of rajab and then the month of shaban and then the month of ramadan after that Amin. Hmm. Alhamdulillah alhamdulillah rabbil alamin We thank Allah for the guidance he has given given to us and we thank Allah for the treasures he has also given to us Like I said the short surahs and the sacred months These are the two treasures that I was talking about today The short surahs and the sacred months So connect these two together Take care of your Quran in this sacred month Rajab Sha'ban and Ramadan are coming up also And then the other sacred months of the year. Take care of the Qur'an. So you have two treasures combined. You have the Qur'an, the treasure of the Qur'an, and the treasure of the sacred months. And let me just clarify, just so nobody's confused. Rajab is a sacred month. Sha'ban is a special month. Ramadan is a blessed month. The ones that Allah called sacred are Rajab, and then Dhul-Qa'dah, Dhul-Hijjah, and Muharram. Shaban is a very special month Because it's right before Ramadan And Ramadan is a Mubarak Ramadan Mubarak, right? The blessed month So all of these are blessings Treasures from Allah So take care of the Quran during these times Allah describes people Who are the worst losers Sharrul Bariya. The worst losers And one of the things Allah says about these people Is that they are Manna'il khair. When good comes to them, they prevent it. They stop it. They keep people away from good and themselves. And the scholars say there's three levels of manna'il khair People who prevent good. Number one, when they have a treasure in front of them, they don't take from it. When the revelation and the message of Allah comes to them, they don't take from it. They don't listen to it. That is the worst loser. The second level is that they have a lot of good but they refuse to do it, to give it to anybody else. They have a lot of time on their hands, but they refuse to help their parents. They have a lot of money, but they refuse to give to the poor. This is the second type of مَنَّا lil khayr, And the third one is that when they see other people pushing themselves to do something good, they become an obstacle for that. They prevent that from happening. And I've seen this happening in my own Qur'an classes. A student is trying to push themselves to do good. And another student asks them, why do you have to be so serious about this class? Don't do that. Push yourself. And if you're in a moment of relaxing so that you can push yourself later on, don't stop somebody else who's pushing themselves. Be the means to push each other. Encourage each other. Don't be من نع لِلْخَيْرِ Don't cause one of your friends who's pushing themselves to achieve good things, don't cause that friend to... don't put an obstacle in their way. Don't be من ناعل Take from the treasures of Allah and be successful in this life and the hereafter. رَبَّنَا آتِنَا فِي الدُّنْيَا حَسَنَةً وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ حَسَنَةً وَقِنَا Ya Allah, give us the best in this life and give us the best in the hereafter.